it's the most dope show It's about that time to get live Take a break from your 8 to 5 Them other guys don't have the ability to rip it We kick it, three guys on Representing with the most killer spirit And we coming with the jokes So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes And forget them other folks Cause we got the best quotes Randolph does more than just jokers He woke and he got the files Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial I don't know where that boy Tim is now Raising the daughter, he hella proud Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist When Tim Miller hit that got funny as shit The sock puppets always be there to assist Too many to name but they all of this shit I guess I could try Love me some Frankie French Milner and Mike B Be lit I cannot forget about Petey and Chris J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips That's a whole damn nation so they always near Pop pop bang bang getting green romaine Three guys on sock puppet nation gang gang Yeah Dominic Puerto Rico Suave I know you thought I forgot about you But I ain't gonna get about you, bro Yeah Yeah Puerto Rico uh, Puerto Rico Suave I think if I was training Elena We could probably do something in the gym Oh, gym videos? Well, that one in the chat room is pretty funny Because in, in its simplicity It's pretty, it's really funny Click that one in the chat and look at it. It's just real simple. That's really what makes it funny. And uh, that's exactly how I be doing clients too. So that's, so that's what makes me laugh. <laughs> Except I don't even let them see. I let them lay down and then I put the weight on the bar. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Andy, your, your, uh, your mix is problematic. What? I'm sorry? Why am I hearing R. Kelly? That was oh, no, me. no, that was me clicking on the video you sent. Oh, I didn't realize it was music. I didn't look at the music. I just clicked on it and looked at things. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's not an auto play. Yeah, I thought it was me, too, but yeah. it starts auto playing when you click on it. That's going to be next week's hold music is all problematic. <laughs> <laughs> the problematic playlist. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious, yeah. and that's how I probably would be looking at people too. Uh, That's why I don't let I don't let them see. I let you just lay down on the bench. And I just start loading the weight on. I let you do your warm up reps, and then I just put the weight on there. All right, give me five. <laughs> I don't let you see it. You don't need to see. You can see afterwards. Why do people panic? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'll be able to do. It. Yeah, you can. <laughs> well, so I gotta tell I tell people all the time, why would I put that much weight on the bar if I didn't think you do it? Why would I do that to you? You know I'm keeping track of all this, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a strong person. So yeah, I probably would panic. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I like that one, and then there was one where the, the trainer was looking into the casket. Damn, that shit was so funny. Like the casket was open, he just while he looks down in there. See, did didn't I tell you? Did <sighs> I told you, it's See? not just gym work. I told you that. Not just gym work. <laughs> you can't go to a funeral and just yell at the dead guy. <laughs> it's not fair. Can't defend himself. Look at Dominique talking about, have you seen the lady cop once? I'm going to be honest, Dominique. When you say lady cop once, my mind immediately leaps to the porns. Have you seen those horrific pornos? Yes. <laughs> Karen yes. knows what I'm talking about. Yes, I, I have. A lot I, of heads I, nodding. Yes, yeah. That's a whole nother rabbit hole. Because sometimes I'd be like, cops, yeah, sometimes I'm like, did I get to the blood. end of the porn internet? <laughs> it's two, two white lady cops. 
rounding up some black thug. <laughs> yeah. Frisk. Yes. Let me stop and frisk you. Whole the whole genre. thing. Pull you over. It's a whole genre of that. Of yes. And they have one with, with the black women and they normally have like big booties. Yeah, of course. Two is these two white cops. This is, this they fit all the stereotypes. Cops. It's that copaganda, you know. It's that propaganda. You think, oh, <laughs> stop and frisk is actually pretty they pull cool. Over some yes, folks. <laughs> one of one of my one of my favorite words. They came. They pull over some thug, and then it's on. <laughs> and then it's on. They call it Black Patrol. That sounds about right. Because they have to frisk him or, or some kind of nonsense, and then next thing you know, <laughs> let, let, let me see what kind of stick you're carrying there. Wow! <laughs> wow. Let's go. The whole genre. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't know there was a whole genre. The whole of, uh... genre. Yeah, they they probably were wearing some 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 of them girdles, some of them spanks. Yeah. <laughs> Shapewear. <laughs> Got to keep the officer uniform right. <laughs> right. What's that I'm feeling? That's just the open pocket in my shapewear. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be the judge. It has of that. an adjustable strap, so they always, yeah. they always thug up the guy the best way they can too. They'll put a do rag on him, wife beater, Tim's. Oh yeah, the stand, the, st- the standard one is the the backwards hat and the socks. The yeah, white, they got to be white one, socks. White socks with the backwards hat. Yes. Now, are there genres of porn for all aspects of the criminal justice system? Like, uh, is probably, there the dispassionate court appointed lawyer porn? Here's the thing uh, about here's the thing about uh, or board jury the, the porn porn. game, <laughs> the porn game that I've discovered, whatever thing you think of it, there's porn for it. Yeah, okay. it doesn't matter what any, you any think anime of, you porn. think of. Somebody got a fucking any 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 TV shows is 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 the porn parody. Yes. I'd like wow. to file an appeal for my case. Right this way, sir. Huh? Yeah. And then the music starts. <laughs> right. <laughs> I no There's idea. Obama Palin porn. Oh, wow. absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, what's that girl's name? Lisa Ann? Is that her name? Julianne or Lisa Ann? One of the Anns. Lisa Ann, Mark said. That's well, she's the Palin I, girl. I know that because she got hot for a minute. She was doing like regular interviews talking about how she plays Sarah Palin because she she fucking looked like her. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, lookalikes make a lot yeah, of money. Or Julian. When certain people are popping. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, she went kind of mainstream. That was... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. She was like... Uh, didn't she date some NBA player for a while mm-hmm. or a football player? Yeah, well, she like was that. doing a... She did a NBA... Um, like NBA coverage, like NBA podcast, something like that. Yeah. I think she's out of the, she's out of the porn game, but she was like very upfront. She was very upfront about, listen, I'm only in the interracial porn. Don't bring me no white boys. (laughs) (laughs) That that ain't my jam. I'm in the interracial porn and that's all I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah. I've seen her uh, on things in in the, in like documentaries about the porn industry where she'll talk about the racism in porn and how she was, uh, she was a line crosser. <laughs> Her and uh, Sarah J, who every 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 black man knows Sarah J. If you even dabble in porn a touch, you know Sarah J. You know. Oh, yeah. She's been around a long time. We've yeah. had on the show several times. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's a she's a monster. Yeah, Mark <laughs> said uh, she. I guess he's on my least and hooked up with a college football player. He was like eighteen. I remember that. That was he was. Yeah. Like, he was he was a kid. He was just a kid. And she's, hey, man, good for him, dog. I don't feel. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a double standard. You're right. It is good well, for him. It is a grown. I don't know, grown. Grown. I don't know what 18. to tell you. Good for him. <laughs> it's a double standard. Yep. <laughs> yep. It is. We all know. <laughs> yep. Nobody needs Lexington Steel coming at some 18 year old girl. We don't need. No, that. we don't. We don't no, even need to envision that. <laughs> How old is Lexington Steel? He's he been around a long he gotta time. He got to be right? about 56 of that man. Oh, he got to be up in his late 50s. <laughs> if he not, his knees is 50 or 60. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got old creaky knees. You know he does. He there, is a dude, there is a dude whose name always slips me. He's an older dude. He always wears uh, a knee brace. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Where's a knee brace and, t- and Keep it Tim's real. For, and Timberlands yeah. for support. Oh, man. Yes. Um, have you purchased? Have you, <laughs> I don't know if this is a whole genre, but have you seen the poem where uh, they'll be like, bring me a pillow? Like, women be like, hey, my back, my knees. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Because the shit ain't a, comfortable. We fucking on the floor. The fuck is this? I don't know if that's a genre, if that's just being polite. Yeah, <laughs> the genre just, is arthritis. Arthritic. Right, right. Come just on, being, that's just being polite. Lexington, Lexington <laughs> yes. Steel, according to Wikipedia, is fifty-two years old. Okay, okay. he's younger than me. Born in November of sixty-nine. That's you what don't it look says. at it. You look at he him. He's, take, he's taking some age wow. off his life. He looks old. He's done some living. Yeah, he's, he's taking uh, years off his yeah. life. <laughs> he was inducted into the AVN and X- XRCO Halls of Fame. I don't know XRCO, but XRCO. yeah, has to, to be been around forever. He has to be. What is been the doing criteria? Years, Thirty years, longer than that. Probably is it like twenty-five years after your first movie? Or like, what's the criteria to get into the Hall of Fame, or do they even have a criteria? I don't know. I don't know. They'd be young, like young, like. I think a lot of them be White eight. is already in their Hall of Fame, I think. Yeah, a lot of them be like 18, 19. She's oh, another, she's another, uh, she's another, she's another good, she's another good one. When they Angela first White. <laughs> yeah, Lexington you know. Steele, um, he is not just a pornographic actor. He's also director and producer and a former stockbroker. All right. Wow. Okay. Stockbroker. He left the stock business at some point. Um Mm-hmm. His spouse is Savannah Styles. Is she a porn star? Sounds like it. I didn't even With a know name like Savannah Styles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of. What is he? Like yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't her name Savannah Steele now? Or so- <laughs> well, you would think. Well, I mean, they're not traditional, obviously. Um. Yeah, it has his whole filmography, of course, because it's Wikipedia. Of course, of course. Ooh, so his first movie that, was in '99, so he was almost 30 when he got to Black Booties. 18. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Black Booties was he, I don't know. Was I wonder was he ever in Black Street Hookers? They had the Black uh, Cheerleaders. I'm going old. Black Street old, Hookers. Mm-hmm. Black Street Hookers. Oh yeah, I heard of that one. I'm so out of the loop on porn. Uh, Lexington Steel yeah. started out and financed a stockbroker trainee at a brokerage firm. After earning a Series 7 trading license, he transitioned to working for Oppenheimer Financial at the World Trade Center. Steele believes he would have been a victim of September 11th had he had he continued working. He not been working. in the porn game? Porn, <laughs> not been wow. in the porn. porn is saving lives. Saving life, man. It's just if it wasn't for porn, man, I would have been in that building, man. Yeah. In 2015. Working, working at nine to five. Can you believe that? 
2015 interview. Working for the man. But as transition into the adult industry, once I was licensed, it opened the door to a whole new recreational side of the industry. The guys, the guy who trained me, invited me, guy who trained me, uh, that's for the stockbrokers, uh, trained me, invited <laughs> me to, be a, to a party in a hotel suite. Are you a trainee as a porn star? Do you have to like follow another porn star around? I don't know. Um, my, the guy who trained me, invited me to a hotel party in a hotel suite. Ended up being a sex party, like the ones in the film Wolf of Wall Street. Wasn't long before a bigger director from Los Angeles gave me a job and suggested I attend the annual porn industry convention in Las Vegas. And with regard to his decision uh, to switch careers and industries and in consideration of how lucrative securities trading can be, Steele said, I tell them it's not like I was already a master of the universe. I was working 12 to 14, six hour, 12 to 14 hours, six days a week. I made Ooh. six figures, but my quality of life was, wasn't commensurate. So he was looking for a change, I guess, got the porn. Yeah. Wow. And uh, never looked back. He's a Hall of Famer. Didn't really didn't didn't uh, hurt that with the uh, the tool he carries around. Let's say it like that. That didn't hurt either. Yeah, like he went to this this this. Yeah. Uh, they know hotel. talent when they see it. Yeah, that's right. That's why he got recruited. <laughs> right. Hotel sex party. They, they know what a BBC supposed to look like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some, some directors like you got the goods, kid. Here's my card. Yeah. Yeah. Card. <laughs> you got the talent. <laughs> Seriously, you know what it's about is control. That's that's what they all talk about. It's like it's yeah, they the all have their, their little tricks of, of the trade. It's the control aspect. That's where it's at. <laughs> you know what kind of control you got? Not enough for this. <laughs> I can tell you that shit. <laughs> what kind of control you need? Uh, what, what kind of camera tricks you guys use here? Um, yeah, he's he's been he's very accomplished in the porn game. Yeah, he's been Syracuse around a University. long time. He's got a website. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> What is like he does. Probably a webcam situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I just clicked on the website. You have to agree. It says you don't have to agree to, that you're 18. You have to agree to accept cookies. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, was then, matters more. Do you want the, cookies? Yeah, the next screen at tells Are they glazed cookies? <laughs> yeah. right, what kind of cookies? Is there a circle of men around it? Um, <laughs> Now the next screen is, do you agree to this is for adults only? And then you hit, I agree. And uh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, his porns. Okay. So you look at his videos, probably buy a lot of shit. Probably got merch. Look at his videos, buy oh, you shit. know. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, and then other, there's just other girls on yeah. this site. So they all cross promote with each other. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know what? There's not a merch section, but there's a section called DVDs. So <laughs> not, not Blu-rays. We ain't going Blu-rays, DVDs. Wow. He should he should Ooh, have like any 4K t-shirts and shit. Like he should have uh, a little coffee mug, something like that. Mm-hmm. Keychain. He's, he's got a lot of DVDs for sale. <laughs> he ought to. Like wants to know if you've gone incognito on this. On oh, this I am incognito. I'm absolutely incognito. <laughs> I'm about to say, because you know you fuck around on, on Facebook and shit, it'd be like, hey, you remember, you remember when you was on this? Would you like a t-shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Girl, do you like t-shirts? <laughs> we do have a t-shirt for you. I'll click yes. the wrong thing. It'll be like Andy Klein checked in on LexSteel.com. Like, no, oh no, I didn't. Oh, you should in. see a little thing on thing on Facebook. <laughs> I wasn't trying to just as a foursquare. <laughs> um oh, so the, what they make you pay for on the site, I guess you can stream them as the full-length videos because they all do streaming. Right. All these porn stars do on their own sites, they stream their videos. Mm-hmm. But well, they're probably all it. doing OnlyFans now, too, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah this is their so, version yeah. of it. it drive, just drive they also do um, 
there used to be a, there's a thing called camp soda. I don't know if they still do that. It's, it's just that? a, you just pay for it, pay for the site, you know, mm-hmm. and pay to pay to watch it mm-hmm. in their bedroom, you know. Yeah. You know, they, they deserve to get paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. working. Yeah, man, they're doing they the real work. I'm concerned they're working too. Yeah. Yeah. If it was up, it was up to me. They ought to be able to uh, uh, do it all. Uh, doing the real work. Yeah. Right. File taxes, 401ks, benefits, all that shit. Yep. Because it would be safer for them. Like in, like the industry in general would be so much safer. Yeah. Like less underage girls and all that. Right. Because people mm-hmm. complain about that. But when you make these fickled ass rules or you make it where the banks at any time can decide that they don't want to work with them anymore and shit like that and just yank right. their money and hold on to the it causes problems. Right. It'd be funny if the uh, the in memoriam section of the AVN awards had a section for like all the computers that got viruses from people looking at porn. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, all the torrents. It's just a bunch of computers with fucked up hard drives. But how do I <laughs> Mac ninety five say goodbye? Just see the yeah, Dell logo go across the screen. <laughs> yes, Dell. <laughs> AVM Hall, AVN Hall of Fame is a whole list of people. I'm looking for the criteria, but maybe it's just maybe they just pick names. There ain't no that. criteria. Yeah. There ain't no criteria. All the criteria. other Hall of Fame yeah. have criteria. You like this person? It's political, like everything else. <laughs> so, it's all who you know. Yeah, yeah. That's what a lot of it is. Who you know. Right. Okay, so it says the individuals inducted into the AVN Hall of Fame have made quote significant contributions to the adult industry and have a quote minimum of 10 years in the industry to be considered for induction. Now that doesn't okay. seem like a long time, but careers are short in porn overall. Yeah, Very, very short. Yeah. 10 yeah. years is a long time. Um, so yeah, I guess that's a criteria. 10 years you get into porn, you, you make a, a significant contribution to the industry for 10 years and then you're in the hall of fame. I don't know if that makes your price go up. Does that make your price go up? It has to. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm a hall of famer. <laughs> yep, my price yeah. the price of the brick went up right also do they have like a building that you can go to it's a big old <laughs> award show yeah there's a award show yeah, yeah they have yeah. a big award show yeah the abn's in las vegas yeah i have a friend and, who was like on the production team for it yeah. that i went to college with like it's and the a women dress thing. very classy yeah, very classy affair. Everybody mm-hmm. who gets in gets a bust. Not that kind. Calm down, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> they dress very classy. Very. They used to do them in Vegas. I, I think they moved they them did. to LA, but yeah. I think it was in Vegas for a while. Mm-hmm. Gordon Awards. Baker Bone. Gordon Baker Bone has covered them for for something or other. He's gone out there and covered. He covered AVMs in Vegas. And he talked about how personal. <laughs> he talks about how. Uh, all the all the people want to talk to him because he asked, he doesn't ask them dumbass questions. Oh, really? He, he just talks to them like they're fucking literal people, and he right because they are people. Ask them real questions, and Gordon's a really good comic, so he gets them laughing and stuff like that. So yeah, the, people the other uh, like they twelve to talk to him and stuff. The other organization. So I hear you do porn. <laughs> they're looking like okay. The organization that the the other one that. That uh, like the Hall of Fame that Lexington Steel is a part of is the XRCO Hall of Fame, which is the X-rated critics organization. There's a critics organization. Oh shit! Well, I mean, how I'm do you get no union? Have critics, and they have an XRCO <laughs> awards. 
Uh, the first one was back in 1985, predates the AVN Awards. Wow. 1985 wow. inductees must history, have been. Poor history lessons. They also have a 10-year. Yeah. You have to be in the industry for 10 years for that one. Yeah, as that's, well. the, that's the Boogie Nights one, the one we all saw in Boogie Nights. That's all that right. one. <laughs> and they have like every year. Of the, 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 this Wikipedia page is, is um, much more organized. Every year they have like, you know, five inductees or so. So the first year, 1985, John Holmes, of course. Um, and there's men and women. There's five men and there's like five women. I don't. I don't think I'm. know these other guys. Harry Reams, Jamie Gillis, Eric Edwards, John Leslie. Never I heard wouldn't of know them. none of them people. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. women. That, that wasn't uh, my generation. Georgina Spelvin, Tina Russell, Renee Bond, Marilyn Chambers, and Sharon Thorpe are the women who got in the first year. Every year, like five men and five women get in, roughly. Well, I got to keep it fair. Had no idea. So there's probably like snubs. There's probably like people who get snubbed and they're like, they're all bitter about that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Sure. I guarantee you a bunch of black and brown people going, hey, hey. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Alexis, Texas. is white. <laughs> Yeah. And, and then the Popogs, they always off the list. I know they mad, too. <laughs> this year, a special category, Pogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa Ann is a member. Lisa Ann was not was inducted in 2013. So that was uh after the Sarah Palin thing. So there you go. Stormy Daniels is in. Oh, yeah. there's way more women than men. Of course. Yeah, so they, 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 this is this is one place where they dominate the industry. Yeah, now, the power might be different, but as far as like you know, the work they dominate the industry. And for a lot of them, particularly with technology on the side, they actually can control things more. I saw a lot of them might not even do work anymore, but they still do like the sites and shit. So the money, more money goes directly to them. Oh, yeah. there's all kinds of, of women who make over a million dollars a year on OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. Just doing like strip shows, private strip shows for guys. Yeah. And some of them after the, when the pandemic started, like there, a lot of people became like, that became their job. Yes. Yeah. They started with OnlyFans. There was like some woman, some some like soccer. Did so you mom see Sarah J? Is she on this list? Sarah J. This older. This is the older list. These are all older okay. actresses. Like Alexis Texas is on. Asa Kara, Brandy Love, Phoenix Marie. Some of these. Some of these <laughs> Seriously, she got in. Are you serious? A, a, an older porn actress now. Riley Reed. Wait, who are we looking for? We're looking for Sarah J. S A R A H or S A R A? S A R A. There's no Sarah's on this list. Oh, that's a snub. That's a snub. Yeah, that's snub. A snub. She's, she's been doing it for a very long time. <laughs> that's, a, that's a huge snub. Yeah, there you go. And then uh, there, three directors have made the list. Wow. <laughs> that's it. Only three. And there's all these other categories. This is ridiculous. I had no idea it was like this. And they have yeah. a, like a best picture every year. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. Although they they have more than one best picture. They have a bunch of them. The Catwoman. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just looking at these titles. Cafe Flesh. That's, <laughs> a, good ah, that's, a, good that's a horror one. one. <laughs> yeah. that's a, that's Naked a Crime one. with yeah. the Stranger. Butman's Ultimate Workout. Ah, oh, that's, that sounds good. Yeah, because <laughs> you can watch it as a porn or as a workout video. Right, right. <laughs> it's up to you. It's however you want. It. Right. Oh, eruption from the seventies. That's a classic. 
<laughs> Classic eruption. Like that hot pursuit. Ain't nothing yeah. like it. <laughs> Deep throat, of course. You can't come yeah. Out. yeah. Behind the green door. I think I've even seen that. That's really old. That's really old. That's back when the it was devil on in, I seen the devil in Miss Jones. I seen that one. <laughs> That's one involving the devil. Hi, I'm the I'm the devil. Did you guys order pizza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Jones, is that you? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a whole world out there. If, if you need a, a little porn world. starter kit, go to the XRCO Hall of Fame. Right. And see what they got for you. Uh oh, Tanya in the chat room talking about Devil and Mrs. Jones. <laughs> the Devil and Mrs. Jones is a riot. Is it supposed to be a riot? It's supposed to be a laugh I don't riot. Think so? <laughs> I agree. All those movies are a riot. comedy. A madcap tale about tail. The yeah. Devil and Mrs. Jones <laughs> coming soon to a VCR near you if you know if you know what we're saying coming soon to your stepdad's yeah. vcr the devil in this <laughs> you know what i'm saying if you know what i mean <laughs> oh shit we getting emails <laughs> we did we actually got emails and comments um let me pull up we actually just got it's funny we were talking on monday's episode while we were talking about how can she slap someone commented how can she slap? How can she slap? <laughs> last week's videos. Um, Everyone's that, on that page. Everyone's wondering yes. how she can slap. Go to joke time. Uh, we got some. So, okay. So we got someone sent us a story and um, we'll get to it. But people were commenting about that too. Uh, let's see. M dog said, LOL. Y'all see, <clears throat> y'all see that post about a DC rapper's body posted up at a nightclub. Yeah, that was in D.C. I'm halfway between, yo, what the fuck, man? Uh, if that's what he wanted and his mom has approved of it, who am I? I think most of the wild, the most wild part is they charge $40 a ticket on Eventbrite for the event. Imagine paying $40, thinking you're going to a nice send off for your favorite rapper and his dead body is just posted up on stage for all to see. LMAO. Oh. Uh, Dominic said, I can't even look at that article because I feel it'll be accosted by a dead body. Raphael said, Raphael said, I guess someone saw that Southside episode and took all the wrong ideas. Now, oh, that Southside was classic. It wouldn't so, let me talk about it on the show. I I immediately said, we got to put this on the show. They were like, we can't show it. That, but I'm like, yeah, we can. <laughs> if y'all ain't on to get on Southside, that is a yeah, brilliant I'm show. Trying to look at the images now. Oh, my God. This is him straight up in the. Oh, wow. Yeah, they propped him up on stage. And wow. someone took video because there was like a DJ, you know. And this guy's just on stage at this club. It was like, was it bliss? Yeah, it was a bliss. I believe somebody, yeah, at this, I, mean, somebody I believe the station sent, sent Megan to go talk to his mother. I believe she talked to his mother. I think his family didn't know what this was happening. No, I don't think that's how it went. I think, oh. like I said, I think how they did the story at the station. So Washington, D.C., uh, first of all, the article, it was the hip hop equivalent of weekend at Bernie's. Uh, Washington, cool, D.C.'s right? Bliss Nightclub has apologized over an appalling spectacle, appalling, in which the body of slain rapper Gunu was reportedly displayed on their stage at his own funeral. The memorial service took place Sunday, weeks after the hip hopper was shot dead at 24 years old. Yeah, he had been weeks. dead for like at least two weeks at that point. Wow. A stinky party. Um, our deepest, wow. I think they embalmed him and they kind of put him up on some kind of platform. Uh, yeah. Our deepest condolences to Gunu's family and friends. The venue wrote in a statement, which was shared on Instagram Monday by the Shade Room. Bliss was contacted by a local funeral home 
to rent out our venue for Gunu's homegoing celebration. Bliss was never made aware of what would transpire. We sincerely apologize to all oh, those. So they thought it was going to be like a normal ass funeral service. Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't that be makes like sense. That. Uh, please keep Gunu's family and friends in your prayers at this difficult time. This is him. Like just, just <gasps> stuck up on stage, looking down at the, at the crowd. Yeah, they did do the stories. No, they this did is the video. shooting story because he got shot. Oh, family. Fr- <laughs> Here we go. Family frustrated by criticism. Why are people worried about how I sent my son home? Family frustrated by criticism. A final, sh- a final show for murdered loved one. <laughs> oh, no. USA, WUSA 9 website, Andy. Hold on, here's the here's the here's the body a little up. Someone took a slow panning video of this body. Someone oh. at the funeral. Oh no! Took the head to toe. He's wearing a crown on his head, and there's just like a party going on. Oh, they party! Let me talk about it. <laughs> now, I think there is something about this being a rapper and this being a $40 cover charge, because there's been stories like this before that didn't catch this much, much flight. There was a guy who at his funeral, they had him posted up on his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I've, um, I've seen them where they've had him doing some of their favorite things, but they yeah. didn't charge. There was a guy that had, he was a big green Bay Packers fan, I think. And they had him like in his favorite lazy boy sitting in the chair, looking at a TV, watching a Packers game. Um, so this has happened before. So I think it's kind of like, Maybe because there's video of it and it's like a party. It's not, it's not like a solemn vibe, although not all funerals are. Right. It don't have to be solemn. <laughs> Here's the mother. That's little flames on his pants right there. Oh, is that his? What? You said WSA 9? I'm going to search up the Gudu story. Wow. Family frustrated by criticism. That's the one. It's fucking this this is terrible. Wow. <laughs> this, this woman. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> his name is Markel Morrow. Uh his uh mother is Parker. Her name is Parker, and this is the news story that they filed that they wouldn't Thanks let Randolph talk about. We were able to see the No, and literally the same day Megan went over there and talked to him. I'm like, but y'all yeah. won't let us put the shit on the show <laughs> i always find it weird when you when there's these stories about like someone dying but they're like watch this commercial first like can, yeah, you, wave yeah, the, yeah. can you wave that for this story that's my son <laughs> why are people worried in. about how i sent my son home the chatter centered around their family's decision to send rapper gunu off in style has frustrated patrice morrow and her daughters nobody would ever be hold on i'm trying to make it full screen but we looked down on my son and i mean that in the most humblest way. On Sunday, they held what they called his final show. His body was placed on stage at Bliss Nightclub in Northeast DC, standing upright above a crowd of people dancing and celebrating his life. We won't show it to you, but video of the body inside the club quickly went viral. Soon after, Bliss Nightclub posted a statement to Instagram saying they were never made aware of what would transpire Sunday night. Teresa and Brianna Dunn of Dunn and Sons Funeral. Our ignorance was bliss. Service helped <laughs> yeah, organize the memorial. Why would, why would they think somebody would Did do something you like that? Yeah, you wouldn't expect that. Like, 
You mm-hmm. wouldn't even think to ask. Now they got to ask every time. Yeah, every like, time now they got now. to ask if you right. Are they going to be the dead bodies here? Contract for the rent out, for the uh, rental, like yeah. well, dead bodies. Yes, we're bringing a dead body, but it's been cremated <laughs> and it's in an urn. Okay. Right. Or they well, expected it to be in a casket or something like that. They wouldn't okay. have expected that. Oh, you didn't bring no casket right. in here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hey, why are all those big speakers coming in? You guys having to have like a party or something? Right. Because right, at yeah, least they yeah. would have told them no ahead of time. Like you say, if they ain't want no caskets in there, they'd be like, we don't want no casket in here. Right. Because <laughs> we're not a gotta, funeral home service. We're a club. Yeah. They got to add that to the rules now. They got to go back to their word document. And that's going to be the right, stipulation. Right. <laughs> got to get a lawyer to add the clause. Right. You know, at, at the bottom, it's going to be updated as of yesterday. Right, right. <laughs> That's an no. interesting toenail coloring she has there. <laughs> Come on, bright yellow. Yeah. My eye. But then you <laughs> got the that. you got the red on the head. You got the, that you got don't the whole ensemble. Me. I'm looking at them yeah. loud yellow toes. Yes. I'm just saying it matches. She's mad. She's got you know what it is? It's uh Washington Commander's colors. So <laughs> oh, it is burgundy and gold, sort of. Yep. The folks at Bliss Nightclub that there would be a body inside of their building. Yes, we did a contract with Bliss. Oh. So we did inform them. We did not state whether or not if he'll be in a casket or if he'll be standing. Um, uh, that's where. OK, now they got to tighten that language. OK, like, it, OK. And that, and that makes sense because I was like, they, I don't think they would have let. I think that they thought it was going to be a traditional funeral service. Like I could right. see them being like, OK, you could bring a body in here. They, you know, we work with funeral services all the time, you know, blah, 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 blah. But right. they was like, no, we didn't expect the whole ass concert. Which is understandable. <laughs> Believe the casket out back. Like, we didn't know that was yeah. happening. Right. And the owner was okay with Markel being in his facility. His sister Patrice is asking people to remember they've lost someone who they love. And Gunu's murder is still unsolved. And they're forgetting that we still wake up without a person. That's what we lack. Where is human decency? In a horse-drawn carriage. In a casket wrapped in style, the Morrow family said their final farewells on Monday. This grieving mother is exhausted and has one final message. Please leave me alone about how I sent my son home. I did what I wanted to do. Thank you. Megan Rivers, WUSA. I did what I wanted to do, you sick bitch. I mean, I don't know. I, to me, it's like, again, it's 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 you do what you want if it's it's your thing. So. You just got to communicate it. That's really all it is. And yeah, also right. in this right. era of of these of videos going viral, like, again, we've right. had these stories before of like a That's guy. That's the last thing the club would have wanted. Now, if That's the club right. would have agreed to that and been like, well, yeah, we knew, blah, 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 no problem. But they was like, no, we did not expect this. Right. I'm surprised Eventbrite hasn't gotten in trouble or released a statement. Because <laughs> they got profits. They take a percentage of those ticket sales. Oh, yeah, I so all oh, cool people bought tickets. Yeah. Her, her, her attitude tickets. That, so Eventbrite made money on this. Her attitude on that was very bossy. I did what I want. Ugh. Well, she's taking a lot of flack, though. I think she's it's what he right, wanted. Right. <laughs> she's had a lot of people coming at her. She's probably fed up. So she's like, Man, I don't you care. You can always say nothing. <laughs> That's always an option. Yeah. You can always just say nothing and this shit will go away. I mean, it's not gonna go away because y'all let the video get out there. Yeah. Well, they could control. They should have locked up people's phones. I guess. Dancing right. next to yeah, a dancing next to your son's dead ass body. <laughs> Have phone yeah. pouches. Yeah. It's gonna be out there, bitch, and people are gonna say stuff because <laughs> you let you let your son's dead body be stood up. Some of us could dance around it. Yeah. But also, this say, is people have shit to say. This is a thing that happens. Uh, this talking is talking about living out loud. Yeah, that's living out loud. 
2014. So just go with it. Don't say shit. Dead people get yeah, lifelike poses at their funerals. This is yeah, with a glass and it was of one of those beer. things where she was probably forced to speak because, like I say, everybody won't talk about it. Cameras nobody in her face. To, nobody forces you to speak. There are things that you just don't have. You don't have to say anything. But does that go the other Sometimes. way? Like, like no one forces you to listen or comment either. You know, like, agreed. Does it have to stop with the does the speaking then require uh, a reaction? Is what is what I'm saying. So yeah, if they come to her house and say, "Can we get a quote?" And she's like, "Yeah." It's like, well. Now the people who receive the quote have to determine how they receive it. This is, a, this is a funeral from Dave, Miriam Burbank. I loved think we, might have, we might have talked about this one on the podcast too. This is a I woman think so, I think so. Yeah, with a beer at her funeral, like at a now. Granted, this was not a forty dollars cover charge. Uh, ladies yeah. get in free. Yeah, I think that's what a problem uh, was. He was like, <laughs> "You charging?" Ladies get in free before ten. No, but you can't say nothing to her. Can't say nothing to her because. That's how she chose to send her son home with a cover charge. Life, Miriam Burbank. What they said, they were selling drinks too. Yeah, so we, can't say we can't say nothing to about about them drinks and them scattered asses that was running around dancing. And hey, you got to pay. You got to rent out Bliss Nightclub. You got to pay for that shit. You can't. You got to raise <laughs> yeah. money for that cause. Of the cold beer and an occasional scotch. She loved the New Orleans Saints, and if she wasn't on her porch, the party girl, affectionately called May May, would frequent the city's neighborhood bars. She gets down. 53, she's not a normal 53. So it's only fitting that all of them captured as part. So they got her just sitting up at the table with shades on. And a beer. Part of her home going. I didn't want her to just go just go so i had to do something amazing so she's never forgotten burbank's daughters had a vision and presented it to funeral directors at charbonnet they said that you know they didn't want a traditional religious type service um that she was just one of those people that just enjoyed life he's got his funeral home's logo on his tie that's nice. Oh, behind him. This dude oh, is he's working. <laughs> like whatever oh, yeah. scene you need we'll do it <laughs> you know what i, I guarantee yeah. you People probably started hitting him up after this. Yeah, smart. But 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 that's the thing. He's the funeral home place. Like this is where yeah. you would expect something like that to this. be. Oh, there's right. a ten dollar cover charge at the front door of the funeral home. You but, better not charge me to go see nobody. This woman, this woman was fifty three, right? This power so, don't pay for herself. This one was fifty three. She had. Um, it's a good call, Brandon. She had Brandon a beer and some Chardonnay, like Miles Davis. Oh no. <laughs> She had a beer and some Chardonnay. Okay, she's fifty-three. She had like a a little little scarf on the beard and Chardonnay. Now this next guy was eighteen. Okay, he's got Doritos and a and a root beer. Wow, <laughs> I've seen this one. Yes, and a, and a PlayStation controller. And a PlayStation. You know? Wow, yeah, and the PlayStation. So I guess it's just he didn't he hadn't gotten to the point of being like a Chardonnay drinker. He wasn't he was this is again New Orleans. That's two for New Orleans. This must be a New Orleans thing. Maybe it is. I, I swear to God, if I see this same, if I see this same funeral home worker, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be in front of with a different that. color tie, but with the same Come logo. On, with that logo. <laughs> this guy he he don't found his lane. Well, he's wearing he a Kyrie Irving jersey. We don't have a problem with it. So. <laughs> Celtics Kyrie jersey, also Celtics socks with Kyrie on them. He's got a PlayStation controller. He's got a little bag of Doritos <laughs> next to him, which is kind of what an 18-year-old does. Yeah. Right? Doing what he loved. Got slides <laughs> on so you can see his shoes. He's got Nike slides on. 
<laughs> and looks like his favorite chair. I mean, you know, that's yeah. that's this is this is a trend. This is a thing that happens now. Are are yeah, we the ones so. who are the who are the freaks here? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> we the we the ones not in touch. Right. There's a whole industry like forming around this. How do you want us to pose the body? Snacks from cereal <laughs> to nacho cheese Doritos to a bottle of Barks root beer. That's right. Where's this well, black and mild? <laughs> he was only 18. He hadn't gotten there yet. Uh, that's true. He is smoking age, though. They tried 18. to keep it. They tried to keep it legal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they kept it classy. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Keisha said, we didn't want to do that low class wholesome. stuff. If there was yeah. some milk there, Keisha, that would make it wholesome. But ain't no milk and Oreo cookies anywhere around here. <laughs> I would hope that's though, how you make it wholesome. I would hope that his funeral that they when he, they put the PlayStation on, they put the computer on easy. Yes, you know, like that would be me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want him to get dominated, you know, by the some scrub team by the wizards or something. Yeah. yeah this happens. They have now. the same I mean, clip playing on loop, like it's like he playing video game. <laughs> he just he had the same game over and over again. Yes. Maybe this is the thing. Maybe maybe uh, when Lexington, Lexington Steel dies, it's going to be like him, you know, with Timberlands on. Hunched over a naked lady. He's not a Timberlands guy. Lex is not a Timberlands. He's not a Timberlands guy. He was the guy who tried to look. Um, I think Karen can agree with me. He tried to look classy with it. He tried to look like a stockbroker, like Wing he showed tips. up in a suit. And yeah, he wore suits and, mm-hmm. you know, a little loud, a little, you know, I didn't want to say flashy because he tends to wear, he wore suits. He yeah. was that dude, tend to wear suits and, he wasn't a Timberland dude. Mm-mm. Timberland dudes, and they were like the next generation because it was yes. like a whole thug period of, of uh, Timberland white socks. Porn stars kind of started with a uh, uh, what's that motherfucker's name? Uh, not not Longfellow. Yeah, all all the names got the Z's on the end. Where the <laughs> should be like with the whole genre of that. Uh, Michael wore suits too. Yeah, he was another suit guy. They kind of they took it. Cheers. They took it like we're not gonna. Oh, look at this. This is a dead body on a motorcycle. <laughs> oh wow. Wow. I mean Brian know. Pumper is a is a Timber. Brian Pumper put his own rap songs in, in his videos. <laughs> oh, and a shame. Hey. A sixth has- generation and more tissue. Extreme embalming is what they call it. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's wow. so extreme about industry. it. Well, so the body can bend or something was extreme. Extreme. I think maybe they can like put them in these positions. Yeah. Right. Because most of the time everybody's straight, if that makes yeah. sense, like just just laid flat. Yeah. Yeah, because they have to like that, like they have to like attach them to all this stuff to the toilet. So it <gasps> oh, yeah, they like, like okay. To- they probably have to right. get them to grip it. Oh, yeah. you know what? I know uh the the people that do like uh props probably has to be involved so they probably extra money well, it says their wild estimates take quadruple the tickle num- typical number of hours to yes do this. wow and i bet like some people are better at it than others so sometimes you get True. like you're like you pay all this money to get your person posed a certain way and it looks like shit you're like well, wait a minute what are we paying you for yeah exactly extreme embalming um it's a whole world see it's a <gasps> whole world wow Wow. This guy's sitting there and he's got like a polo shirt. And- it's not for the faint of heart. You're damn right. Oh, I I said, ain't. It's, no, it's not for the faint of heart. Mm-mm. 
Couldn't make him sit up straight. <laughs> this guy's at a poker table oh, playing cards. Wow. wow. And the thing is, ultimate you know, poker face. Uh, that's true. <laughs> you know how black people is. First thing they're gonna be like, who did this body? That's what everybody asks. Yeah, because someone fucked up the body. They're like, they're gonna be talking yeah, about it. Yeah, because they be like, when I die, you better not, you better not sit. Come on, my, my mama, she real good about that. You better not send me to such and such and such. I don't like the way they look. I ain't not the way they make up. <laughs> you know, no, ma'am. This guy's in his car. I remember this one. <gasps> oh, he's in his taxi. He's in his cab. He's he's sitting in his. Now cab. he looks natural. If that makes, I don't know yeah. if that's bad, driver. but yeah, he looks natural. Look like yeah, somebody his age would actually have white gloves driving like that. As one if on final one ride final ride. Yeah. He's already been on his ride. <laughs> okay. Why this guy's is he dressed a, up like, like uh, Green Lantern? Green Lantern. Because that's what he was into. Yeah. You know, they put him in his Green Lantern outfit. This is the one we just saw. She's got her uh, Bush beer, her cigarettes. Her I agree with, I agree with Greg. <laughs> <laughs> they, they stop seeming like humans and more like an object. Just they're just like an object now. Yeah, it looks like a, a wax figure or something. Yeah, yeah they don't seem yeah, like look more like a wax figure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we don't need to see that's this. weird. Is that one too? Yeah. Okay, so that this is New Orleans again. So he's one of the first people to undergo extreme embalming. Wow. Mm. So that's all that's going on in I'm DC. I'm assuming this is not going nowhere anytime soon. Yeah. No, well, it's it's, it's a fringe, but remember now the funeral director said it's a fringe thing. It's not a okay. That makes sense, right? Because uh, and it wouldn't be surprised if they went to most places. It was like we're not doing that. Like I guarantee you, a lot of places yeah. turned them down. They were like, no. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, go I mean, on Craigslist and find somebody who's do that. Shit. <laughs> you gotta look. Oh on no, Craig. yeah. I don't think you want to do that either. <laughs> hey, look! It looks like he's recording an episode of Three Guys On, but he's actually dead. <laughs> just see, like, see me in front of a microphone like y'all gonna have a fan they're gonna have a 3d 3go t-shirt on they're gonna have <laughs> y'all playing on they have their favorite podcast on loop playing pumping through speakers close, like look at the good job they did we're gonna hire this guy for hours <laughs> <laughs> they can have a youtube plan <laughs> now if i'm gonna be embalmed extremely I want to do some shit that I wouldn't normally be doing. I want to be like dunking with my nuts in someone's face. You know what I mean? Ooh, like I want to jump out of a plane. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. I don't want to yeah. be sitting at a desk or at a right. behind the wheel of a car. <laughs> right. No, I'm behind the wheel of a spaceship. Like you can do that, but I'm not going to. Yeah, be you want to make a car. statement if you're going to extreme the bomb. <laughs> right. Oh look, he's playing blackjack. What? Yeah. <laughs> Because that would actually be extreme for Andy. <laughs> yeah. like, what, right. They were like, what did he do for? He just was at the house, like, and recorded his podcast, and told a few <laughs> jokes. <laughs> I mean, but if you want extreme, I mean, we can go there. Yeah. It's, it's, those headphones would turn up really high. It's pretty extreme. <laughs> yeah. so he doesn't normally do that. <laughs> extreme embalming. Ugh. It seems, it seems. Like he better raise his voice. So. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, a lot of people do it, but it's still it's like, eh, well, all right. Most people don't. Like you said, this is still free. They're charging yeah. money for the shit. Yeah, for that for that Fuck other one, I could see people being angry for the fact they go, you charge for this, dog. Like yeah. you're on a whole Get ass concert. Here, and also yeah. that was a weird. I think the reason it had so much traction is because there was that weird shot that we watched with the camera slow, slow panning up his body. Mm hmm. And then like closing in on his face and then it turns around as all these people just dancing like five feet away. 
it seems weird to have that juxtaposition, but again, not all funerals are sad. Some of them are celebrations. Right. Yeah. Yes. It don't have to be sad, but even for yeah, those that don't I've charge. I've never heard of a funeral where I got to pay $40 to get in. Got to pay a couple never charge. Yeah. Bernie Mac didn't even charge. If you had, if yeah. you had a party at my funeral, I want you to take my body to a diner. Uh, yeah. like, everyone else can hang out, out at the party. Yeah. I want to be at Silver Diner, just like having a club sandwich. Like right. it's much more quiet here. I prefer. Right. It. They're going to be like, Andy's yeah. not here. Yeah. We, we just let you know. The grits yeah, with a slice of cheese thing. in it. Yeah. <laughs> with cheese. He just that's left without saying bye. Silver Diner. That's how they do their grits and cheese. You get it's just a slice of cheese. Oh, that's Bob Edis. We're like, what the fuck is this? That's Bob Edis. They got a slice of crap. Oh, singles. Yeah. So I put some more grits on top. Of cheese. Like, what the fuck is this? What do they know anything about grits? Bowl of grits, <laughs> slice of craft singles, another scoop of grits on top. So you just saw the little corners of the craft singles sticking out. <gasps> then they mix it. They didn't even mix no. it. <laughs> Not mixed. <laughs> it was just a slice of cheese. That's what you pay no. for. Bob and Edith's no, Bob and Edith's was very, uh, they're a very bargain basement about their, about their food. You're going to get was a greasy hole in the wall. That's what craft singles. Yes. <laughs> you couldn't even give me the good singles. Nope. Well, we spent many a night there after shows at Draft House late. Get up in there late. Yeah, because they're open all night. Yeah, open all night. But that's Eating and drinking their bad coffee. If you had a party at my funeral, I wouldn't be. That's where I'd be like, I'm not happy here. I'm not going to be at a party. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you you wouldn't even be there. <laughs> be like, if you want to see Andy, he's two blocks would away. Be Andy, yeah, exactly. would be Andy in the corner looking at his phone. That's right. the prop up. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, the back, in the back of the service. Taking a fake phone call. They just wheel my body out with a fake phone call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got to take it was, this, guys. It was like Andy yeah. was here the whole time. You passed him. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at his yeah, phone. Yeah, everybody was walking. In, like what? Yeah, where's he looking at his phone? Yeah. <laughs> all I ask is that halfway through the funeral, you changed me to another Nirvana T-shirt. That's all. Yeah. Just a, <laughs> I want to wear different oh, outfits and, and prop them up in another and prop them up in right. another corner. <laughs> another another corner. Yeah, on the opposite side of the room. Phone, right. Just another corner. Just. Is he wearing a blue flannel now? Yeah, we changed his flannel. He wanted different outfits. Yeah. Same outfit, yeah. but just different colors. And this is extreme. (laughs) Put this on the news. Um, Is that our last email? Do we have anything else? No, we got a few more. So Raphael commented on last week's uh, Thursday episode. Excellent show as always, guys. I just realized that it's not only uh, an American whites that destroy stuff they already bought in the name of patriotism. What? And he sent us an article about people, influencers, I believe in Russia. I saw, I looked at this article. Who are destroying their Chanel bags? Um, not the Chanel's. I'm not destroying my Chanel that? bag. Why? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? The Russian influencers are cutting up their Chanel bags for the same reason that that woman slapped <laughs> after the luxury house barred them slap? from buying its goods. Chanel's boycotted Russia. Oh, should the Russians are boycotting. That's if, listen. If Russians can't buy Chanel, that's going to fuck with their inventory for sure. What she what she has gardening shears? The hell is that? Hedges, hedge clippers. Hey, bitch! I don't know if you know this, but your country is, is committing genocide in the Ukraine. So what you should probably do is just hold on to that bag. It might be worth something. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say you can get a lot for Chanel's on resale. A lot. If you yes, keep you them in can. good condition. 
I'm, hey, supposed, so I'm, supposed to be, I'm supposed to be on your petty side. Is that what I'm supposed to be? Get the fuck out of here. Don't bring Chanel bags into this. This is right. What, what does Chanel have bitch? to do with it? <laughs> Fake lip, bitch. It's Go your girl, your Maria Bettina. Just ruler. hanging out. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love how white people protest shit. Protest me like this. Yeah. Buy my shit and burn it. This is her. Oh, this yeah. is one of the influencers. Um, <laughs> she's going to destroy this little bag with her scissors. I have to say Chanel House does not respect the clients. Ooh, we need, we need Elena. Or uh, we need Maria. Oh, there she goes. Oh, I'd she... like to know what she was fucking playing about. That? Stupid cow. This is painful to watch. <laughs> oh, no. They're very, very expensive bags. Yes. She really very thinks she just did something, too. Quality. Look at her. Look, it could she be really counterfeit. She really thinks she did something. Like, your country is committing genocide. <laughs> Yo, is committing genocide. We and don't know if she... it's real. Uh, this is the amazing Marina. That's her uh, Instagram handle. This is her cutting up a Chanel bag. Just get to it. She doesn't look like that's a real person. That's the boy person. bag too. That's the medium size. That's that's actually pretty rare. She it's looks like a fuck doll. She doesn't look like a real person. <laughs> We're actually looking at her funeral. <laughs> yeah. Yes, her extreme like funeral. Person. Yes. <laughs> I want to be walking and talking. Have me do stand up at my funeral. <laughs> that sounds about right, Andy. <laughs> Here she goes. Oh, come on. Got the gardening shears. She's never gardened again, in her life. Again, She's your country never. is committing genocide. That's why Chanel is not selling purses in your homeland anymore. She don't probably only walk on the grass. Smart, but yeah, you, you hold on to that purse. She has 303,000 followers. The amazing Marina. Um, yeah, this is a thing now. Russia, this is a trend. Look, there's another one. Let them do it. Fuck them. <laughs> These are all fake. The bags are fake. That, I don't know. I think most influencers. We, there's been articles about how influencers fake everything. Their Instagram, it's all fake backgrounds, shit. It's all Photoshop. This is a fake thing. Or they go in the store and they'll get yeah. I don't even see scissors in her hand. What's she gonna do? She's gonna burn it. She's gonna drown the bag. <laughs> Kill it. Choke it to death. <laughs> you got enough chains on it to choke it to death. Why the long preamble? Just get to it. Gotta, gotta tell these people. Oh, she's dead as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, here she goes. She's gonna do it. Oh, shit. It means business. <laughs> I think this one might be fake. Yes, because she couldn't do it. Look too easily. Yeah, this one. This is. I think this is a fake one. I'm gonna check her follower count. It's probably less than the other one. She's not as good at being an influencer. Oh, she's got more. Oh, more followers. Five hundred. Oh, she's got more. But it's Russia. Oh, it's all bots. You know what? You're right. Bunch of bots. They're all performing for bots. So, uh, and Raphael sent us that article. Also, he sent us. Uh, another comment on April 7th, 2015, I came across this random video on the social media now known as Meta. Thus began one of my, the many myths that I have never bothered to solve. Does panda cheese really taste that good that you can't say no to it? Now, I don't know what panda cheese is. Me either. It, uh, I don't think it's made out of panda. I'm confused. Uh, yeah, I hope not. But this is yeah. the video. I've never seen this. The commercial? Just you know, there's the panda. 
This is creepy. More creepy than the funeral pictures. Oh, the pen oh, is mad. Nothing What's going on here? Oh shit, he's mad. Panda. I mean, Raphael, you have to try panda cheese now. Oh. That's a whole. That is a whole. It's a whole thing. Basically, it's a threat. Try panda cheese. Oh shit, that panda looks scary and creepy. It's like the Burger King thing when he shows up at people's houses and like yes. stares at them. This has got to be German. Then the music starts. Panda cheese. And then uh, Panda just destroys the whole room and slams cheese down on the table. Oh! Pulled out his IV line. Damn. He trying to kill him? This is a deadly panda. <laughs> what the hell is going on? This is extreme death. Never say no to panda. <laughs> All right. Well, we can't watch all this. Well, there's another one. It's <laughs> like three or four more. And, and and what's so funny is I didn't know it was for selling milk, but I seen gifts of this panda kind of like going around <laughs> online. It just like fucking shit up with people angry. But I didn't know it was for milk. Learn something new every day. No, I have no idea. <laughs> panda cheese. I'm after. Is it like we don't even know what kind of cheese it is, right? It's not Swiss no, cheese. It's I don't even think cheese. they sell that here in the, in the States. I've never seen no, it in I my thought, life. It seems like a German, typical, like the German version of Philadelphia or something. Like, yeah, you like just put it on a bagel. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, tofu? What is this, a square? Yeah. Well, a panda swings a baseball bat behind your head, just in case. No, no thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, what are you going to be on the threat of violence? That's probably why people eat it. I don't know. I don't want my IV pulled out. Super German to have like a. Oh, listen! By the time like the pandas shows up, something bad is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, we got a comment from Mark when Andy mentioned Gerard Carmichael being more of a jazz-based comedian than most comics. But the first name that popped into my head was Franklin Jaya. At the same moment, Randolph yeah. spoke it in the conversation. That's why I'm here. This is my show. So. Franklin yeah, Franklin yeah. Jaya is a is a. I mean, he's has been around for a while. He's not on TV all the time now, but he's a guy who has that similar sort of pacing and yeah, vibe. That's, to they him. used to call him the jazz comic. The only book I recommend to comedians, Comic Insights by Franklin Ajay. It's the only book I recommend. Uh, we got a comment from Ann Shell. who just said, uh, how can she slap <laughs> on, <laughs> on Monday's episode? I think uh, on the YouTube stream. So I think uh, you know, they're watching. And then we got email from Arlene. So um I think that's all the comments. So Arlene said, hey, Arlene here. Been a while since I wrote. And by the way, the title of the email is Earthquake and Gerard Carmichael. Been a while since I wrote in about one of your podcasts. This might be a ramble, so I'll apologize up front. So sorry. I didn't realize how much I missed your discussions about the mechanics of being comedians, how you break it down, what it takes, your individual processes, what you like or don't from other comedians, not by name, but style of comedy. When I first started listening to the podcast, Tim Miller was on regularly. These types of conversations seemed to occur more back then. Times changed. Yeah, that was a little more of a topic back then. Uh, mm -hmm. Listening to you talk about Earthquake and Gerard Carmichael was just so interesting. The passion for comedy comes loud in your voices. Chris, every time I hear you on 3GO, I think to myself, he'd be a really cool friend to have. Uh, now, Randolph and he's Andy, a good friend to have. He <laughs> is. He's, a, he's, he's good. Randolph and Andy, y'all are all right and all. <laughs> But Chris, <laughs> not all right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, what's funny is I don't listen to Chris's podcast. A few times I did. He was solo, and I don't know. It, it was a different, just different, and it didn't connect for me. Nothing personal there, Chris. Listen to his interviews, though. He has he has a, a good style of interviewing. Okay, so the email continues. Okay, so I said 
this was a ramble. I had heard of, of and seen Earthquake many times before on TV. Gerard Carmichael, I didn't know until you all spoke about him on the last of your pods I listened to. I think I'm current. Anyway, watching I watched Earthquake last night and Gerard Carmichael this morning, uh, parentheses, retired. Uh, Earthquake, he was really good. What I expected, Gerard Carmichael blew me away. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite so intimate and storytelling and emotional. And like I was there in the room, the interaction with the audience, they didn't know what they were getting it. And once they caught the groove, it was like they were with a friend and just asking questions and being supportive like you do when you're real friends. I'm your average bear when it comes to comedy. I mean, I watched the specials, go to a few shows, whether it's a big or small one. And well, uh, thought I knew the general lineup of names. But like I said, I'd never heard of Carmichael before. Glad this was my introduction to him based on your conversations about how he was more uptight, my word, in previous shows. When you're speaking your truth from deep down, you cannot get more relaxed. It was deep. It was funny. And he's still figuring it out. I think it was Andy who mentioned Taylor Tomlinson. I think Chris actually did. Uh, I happen to have watched it. And this is her latest special. I watched it like a week or two ago. Like Randolph, I only watched about half of it. What I saw was good. And I laughed. No disrespect to her. But I stopped watching because the theme seemed repetitive after a minute. Like, okay, I get it. Apropos of nothing. If I'm using the phrase correctly, probably not, but it sounds good. Watching Gerard Carmichael made me forget about my left butt cheek for a while. It has been offline for two weeks. Woke up one morning sore, which turned into stabbing pain and spasms over time. After various hip stretches, ice, heat, Epsom salt, muscle relaxer, painkiller, and a steroid script, I'm going to PT today. Uh, physical therapy, I guess. I could have gone That's your piriformis. That's your piriformis muscle. I could have gone sooner, but thought I could work it out. Negative. Thanks for a great podcast. Whatever the topic is, you guys with the pickles and jars, keep me laughing and coming back for more. Oh yeah. I forgot to say I'm a fucking freeloader. Um, I mean, you're a fucking freeloader because you're retired and you're living on a fixed income. We understand. There you go. We get you. <laughs> so, by the way, I have not seen, that was the end of the email. I have not seen Taylor uh, Thompson's special. I have uh, seen that it was kind of more again, heavier topic wise. I'm wondering, again, I haven't watched it, but I'm wondering if, Maybe if she did a small intimate show, it would play better because she does big rooms. You know, she does. Yeah, like she does. She types. does sort of like the typical special. Josh saw watched that special. I haven't seen it yet. Josh watched it and loved it. Yeah, but what did you think of Earthquake? I liked. It felt it felt old school. The whole oh, these old I felt like it felt like an old school comedy show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, like Def Comedy Jam style. You know, like the audience was really loud. I felt like his, his very comedy club feel, not so much like Netflix special feel. I also really liked uh, Dave's story because that gave me such a like, I, I mean, I'd heard of him, but I hadn't really seen his comedy. And I liked Dave's story in the beginning because like, I thought that that was such a cool like feed in to how you meet him, but I liked yeah. it. Gerard, I agree with the email though. Gerard's absolutely blew me away. And I really wanted to hate that special because it's not <laughs> like joke, joke, joke. And I was, right. and you know, I'm, I can totally be a hater on that, but I loved it. It finished. And I was like, that was awesome. Yeah. I, I liked it. I, I liked, I hadn't finished Gerard's, but I really liked earthquake. Uh, I've been a fan of earthquake for a while, but I've never seen them like this, if that makes sense. And like I said, I like comedy just period. But I like I said, I guess I am a big fan of that old school comedy where I'm like, let's make I come here to laugh. Let's make me laugh. He was like, boom, 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 boom. And so for me, the time went by so quickly that when he ended, I was like, 
I was thinking to myself because that thing was like, that's not an hour. I was like, oh shit, it wasn't an hour. Like, you know, here it went so long, not so long, but like here it went so fast and so quick. I was like, oh, that's an hour special. Then yeah. I was like, no, it's not really an hour. It just felt like it because it was you were getting punched so hard in a yeah. good way that you didn't realize that you wouldn't there as long as you actually were. It's almost like a good workout. You know, you think you're working out for an hour, but you're actually working out for 30 minutes type of thing. That's kind of how it felt. So for me, I actually really, really enjoyed it. And I sat and I just laughed the whole entire time. And his is one of the specials that you actually have to go back and watch several times to get the jokes because you were so busy laughing that sometimes you might have forgot some of the punchlines that have been happening in the midst of one of your laugh. And for me, in the midst of one of your laughter type of things. And like I said, I haven't finished Jerron's, but I really liked that one. Because it was different, yeah, you know, think, it's, it's, it's I, like a different standard of comedy. I think, too, like that's one of the things like with Gerard's special. It's um, everyone's everyone's locked in like the yeah. whole everyone's on the edge of their seats and they're locked yeah. in with Earthquake special, though. If you're in the club and you see that everyone's hanging on every word, just to say, like everyone's locked into that's the thing you can all mm-hmm. really feel that there draws you can feel it from your couch but yeah the, the guy killing in a club or a small theater who's just again that's to me like that's as murdering like draw like yes. is draws going for like a, a real like a moment like a, a thing and he i think he got there this time uh it's also a moment i think i said it last week it's also a moment too like it's a real moment when a guy comes out and just fucking kills foot on the yeah. gas pedal the whole time and it's really a moment when you're in that room, especially a smaller, like intimate room. And a guy is just, people are falling over each other laughing. Mm-hmm. Like there's a different thing there. And everyone is locked in. Everyone is on the edge of their seats, just like Gerard's crowd in a different way, but you don't necessarily notice. You don't feel that on your couch, but when you go to a show like that, it's a, it's a real experience to see someone the, yeah. feel like the, that. the energy is different. Like I said, yeah. and with Gerard's, it might sound weird, but with Gerard, I felt like I was, in the car with him, he was driving. We were, we're all kind of going down the road, but you don't know where we're going, but you just yeah. feel comfortable with him go, going down whatever the road he was going because it was just so intimate and so personal and so matter of fact. And so, you know, even even with the pauses and, and all that type of thing. And like you say, it was I wasn't there, but I felt like. I could have touched the TV and jumped into the room almost. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's like he bought me on the outside into the car to ride with him in the audience. And that's a beautiful thing because not many comedians can actually do that. But mm-hmm. I felt that with him. But I also felt that same way with Earthquake because I felt like I was in the room with Earthquake, too, if yeah. that makes sense. Except for instead of going, you know, speed limit, we were going 110 <laughs> miles an hour. Right. Yeah. But we were yeah. still going. There are a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, I feel like Gerard's, to your point, too, it made me think twice about, like, how to shoot a special. Yeah, that's Bo It was beautifully shot. That's Bo Burnham. That's not Gerard. That's Bo Burnham. Right, that's what they, I mean. Like, like, I think yeah. Bo Burnham needs a lot of credit for that because, like, the way that he shot it, like, where he closed up, how he lit it, that whole opening segment with the snow and the jazz and, like, how he set the mood. Like, it made me think a lot about, like, okay, if I ever shot a special, like, you don't necessarily have to do it the traditional way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have your traditional jokes, but like all that stuff makes a huge difference in how it's consumed. Well, there was Greg a time. In the chat room was saying it, it wasn't for him and he would have been hot if I had paid a cover for that show, Gerard's show. 
This is more akin to a group therapy session. Okay, so you're right on all on all counts, Greg. But the thing is, you're not going to see a Gerard Carmichael show. So I'm not going to see a Gerard Carmichael show. I'm not paying money to go see Gerard Carmichael. It's not it's not for me. You know, nothing against Gerard at all. I think his special is great. It's a it's a great special. It was very well done. And I would not pay money to go see it. I pay money to go see Earthquake. I pay money to go see Earthquake. Also, if you do pay to see Gerard, you might find yourself locking into it and not rejecting it. You know, it's possible. You might. It's he's he's a guy who knows how to connect with people in yeah. a, in a different way. Um, you might, but he's not a guy that I would even be interested in going in saying I need to go see Gerard Carmichael. It's just he's not for me. That's fine. That's people uh, need Greg to said, people Greg need said to say learn. that again. He didn't he didn't hear you. The sound cut out. Oh, it's just that you're not you're not Gerard's audience, right. so you're yeah. never going to pay money to go see him. That's okay. People need to be okay with. Um, not saying that that you're not though, but people need to be okay with. Um, eh, same for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've yeah, seen, yeah, and, yeah, and 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 letting it be okay. It is not. It is not their thing. Yeah, but allow it to exist if that makes sense. Also, you also recognize how good something is. And well, Greg said he liked his uh, yeah, show. In the first, I mean, you like the show in his first, first stand-up, stand-up special. Specials. Those are different. Those are radically different than what he's doing now, though. So See, I felt the opposite. Like, that's why I watched it because everyone was saying. And before, you know, I kind of had that feeling that you're talking about Randolph with Gerard that I was like, I respect. Sure, I respect it. But I never thought it was for me. Yeah. You know, I didn't like one, six at all. I don't yeah, know how you felt about what's it. What's the one where he's like with the staircase where they have like the staircase shot? That's it. And then it opens. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. I, I didn't like six at all. I didn't like his first yeah. special. I didn't like the yeah, special like at that. the cellar. At the uh comedy at the, store. At the comedy store. I like that one. I was like, this is not yeah. good. This is not this is not well. Good. I think that's why I said like whatever he's been reaching for, I think he grabbed it at this special. Like he's that's been right. even he's been moving towards something. And I think right. he got there this time. But, you know, there was a time 15 years ago, a comic with some credits and a little bit of money would rent out a theater. They would fund it themselves. They would pay for the cameras and the camera that's on a crane that's going across the front of the audience. And Cat Williams, would, all his specials. Yeah, they would hire a, a crew and they would sink thousands. I mean, early Louis C.K. did that, too. They would sink thousands of dollars yeah. into it and try to make it back by selling it. And I think it's just more and more. Number one, it's cheaper to self-produce and get nice cameras and get like a. You know, a, yeah, then it was before. A, a yeah, nice looking, but also it's like, well, wait a minute, we can just do it in this basement, we can just do it in this jazz club. We don't have to have yeah. a crane and a whole thing and spotlights and all this other shit. We can have something else, and it does kind of work sometimes, maybe not every time, but others, the specials in theaters don't work every time either. And some comics right. are more intimate and they are lost on the big stage. So right. I like the fact that it's since it's it's accessible to do this. Uh, for a guy like Bo Burnham, obviously he has the resources, you know, to do it anytime. But even for people like us, it's like, yeah, why don't we just figure out a way? There are people who record their special in a basement, but they just kind of have a couple stationary cameras and just do the basic edits back and forth. But the idea of, well, let's approach this as a director rather than right, right, just throw a right. camera here, throw a camera here, and then I'll, uh, right. you know, like Bo Burnham's got like the he's got like the the the, the blue lights on on Drod's face. He's got there's like a blue right. tint to him, and then there's like. He's got this Chris Rock especially had the smoke machines a little too much, I thought, but he had like the smoke going in the background to sort of highlight the spotlights and all these things. You don't have to pay thousands of dollars for that anymore. So yeah. why not try it in a basement or in a small room? And if you have, you know, 
if you if you do if it does land it's a special moment you know and, and, and also i think that i love the fact that it's almost challenging the traditions of comedy you know because as time goes on comedy evolves comedy change it change and so now i guarantee you with both uh earthquake and drop people are gonna start to mimic kind of both if that makes sense yeah you know, and it, you're going to see more of the intimate things and, and more of the, the, the let's strip it down. Let's let's record on a, on a random night and things like that. And I think that that can be a good thing. Like you say, all of it depends on the comedian yeah. more right. than anything else, because you no matter what, you still got to deliver the jokes. Like, well, I don't we also, care what we, it is you do, as long as you as long as you approach the shit seriously, Gerard right. approached it seriously. Earthquake yeah. approached it seriously. It seemed like Gerard's first special that he wasn't serious with it. Like you say, he was kind of looking for something. They gave him the special. He did the special. He, he did even jokes six. I was day. even six. I was like, what the fuck is this? Well, you and know? also, oh, I like, just I just wrote these jokes. I thought I'd try them out. OK, you're not serious. Yeah, <laughs> you're not yeah. serious. And what I love about earthquakes, too, like that you say that, like, you know, they're challenging comedy in some ways. Like earthquake is good because it's like, look, you just got to go in the club and absolutely crush and like have your audience like a lot of specials now like you don't see the audience like in stitches like not able to i haven't seen it in a very long time like it's been a long time it's been a long time since i watched the special and it was laughter from beginning to end like nowadays that's rare it's like here's a joke okay i'm setting up a story i'm wrong for fucking with fauci you know (laughs) right right (laughs) well i mean that's and that's part of that is it's harder to mimic um those kinds of specials where people are killing start to finish. You can pretend to be an artiste or an auteur and sit there and stroke your face and be lost in thought and, and have mediocre jokes and be like, I'm just going for that. I'm going for that thing. You can't, it's hard to fake. Like, you know, I used to say this all the time. There was back when um, Mitch Hedberg was big, there was a lot of comics kind of doing his cadence. Cause that got you halfway there. Cause he had a very specific cadence. David Tell, very specific cadence. Patrice O'Neill, very specific cadence. And people, you could tell a lot of young comics, oh, he's been listening to that guy. You know, he's been, and because he's kind of taking that style and just putting his own jokes, which aren't as good, but the style gets you halfway there because of the timing and, and the inflections. But there were, and Chappelle, there were a lot of people doing Chappelle's uh, cadence back in the early mid 2000s. I, I saw almost no one at the open mics sounding like Chris Rock because you really can't fake that. You have to have Mm-mm. the insight. You have to have the jokes. You can't, his cadence isn't enough to get you over with mediocre jokes. His jokes are great because of how insightful, how smart and how funny they are. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you can't fake what earthquake did. I mean, you can try, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. going to be obvious. It's not going to, so. it's not going to, it's not going to be as good. And like, so why say, like, why try? My point is why try, you know, right. like a lot of comments, like, I'm not even going to, attempt that i'm just gonna pretend this is comedy this other thing that's not as funny this other thing that that allows me to allows all of my flaws me not to have to fix my flaws i'm gonna do this like i saw comics this one just kind of bothers me i used to see comics talk shit about how the fact that Chappelle had a cadence had a cadence that's similar to tony woods right and i actually saw a comic talking shit about that and then go on stage and sound exactly like Patton Oswalt. <laughs> same joke structure, same cadence, same everything. You know, a comic, we know I'm like, you should shut your fucking mouth. You should shut your mouth. You know, you, you sound like the people you admire. And then at some point you grow out of it is what yeah. should happen. You grow, you grow away from it. 
is what should happen. Because if you don't grow away from it, you ain't going to go nowhere. Right. <laughs> so at some point, you got to grow away from that. And you can do it for a while. You know, Will Smith patterned his rap style on this other brother whose name always slips me. But in his book, Will gave him a lot of credit because he patterned his rap style after this guy. He loved this guy. And there's actually a video. I looked it up on YouTube after he mentioned the guy's name. I went back and listened to some of his music and it sounds, it's the same cadence as parents just don't understand. It's the exact same oh, really? cadence <laughs> as parents just don't understand. And then there's a video of Grandmaster slap of Will. Yeah. <laughs> there's a video, there's a video of Will talking to him much later. They're well into grown men's status talking about that and saying, they're listening to some song together. He's like, this is where I got this record. The cadence from I got to from you, man. You know, <laughs> I looked it up. I looked it up on YouTube or you like know, Dave that's what happens. Dave you know, Roll took Roll, his style from Tony Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Or where did you get the, where'd you get the drum part where he was telling Pharrell, you know, he goes, you know, those drums for the beginning of smells like team spirit. That's just the drums from gap band. Right. <laughs> Pharrell was like, Oh my God, it is. This is yeah, the exact same. Boom, 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 boom. It's the exact same drums. I was listening to gap band. I was like, I like that. <laughs> and it was just stayed in his head. You know, the point is, do you grow past that? Because if not, you're just a cover artist. That because that's what Pharrell said. I never caught on to that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it was so hidden. You wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily hear that. But yeah, yeah you sound like but, your influences and then you but don't. Dave but Dave Roll's not ashamed of that. He was like, no, no it's not but, like that. But some of your influences, you can't you can't just fake it. And so some of these guys are harder to imitate than others. And Chris Rock right. is one of them. So yeah. you don't see a lot of, oh, he sounds just like Chris Rock up there. And mm-hmm. earthquake is a guy you're not, you're not going to see guys sound just like earthquake. You ain't going you ain't going to mimic that. No, you're not. No. All of us are doing Richard Pryor, by the way. <laughs> everybody oh. black is doing Richard Pryor. I can't speak to white comments, but everybody black is doing Richard Pryor on some level. Well, the stand-up special, like you know, the average stand-up special, how it's shot, how it's the, in the theater with the lights, like that is all imitating what Richard Pryor did. Like he basically right. like set the standard for yeah. what stand-up special should look like. Yeah. Have you is seen that video of Richard singing? Standard for like the hour special or a thirty-minute special or something like that. Like when he well, that's prior was movies, but then but then um, uh, Robert Klein came and he was pushing out a special, like an hour special, like every year on HBO. I think he I think he had one of the first ones. Robert he Klein. had the first HBO special. Good specials too. Robert Klein was a fantastic comedian. People people forget. <laughs> Yeah, he was a, he was like a king of New York in the seventies. Yeah, fantastic comedian, and people forget his because he could sing, and then he would play harmonicas at some point. He would sing on stage. He had really good jokes. He did a lot of things. He did a lot of things, and he was a really good actor. On top on top I of that, say, I, really, I knew him as an actor. He was a really good actor, but he was a he was a beast of a stand up comic. Here's a video of David Grohl talking about. Uh, Talking to Pharrell about his influences. Hopefully, we don't get cut off YouTube from this. Yeah, Lena, you can go back and watch Robert Klein's HBO specials and still learn something. The early ones. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be a drumline. Why not? But I can't read music. I couldn't then. I still can't now. All I wanted to do was be in a line of drummers all playing drums. That was decent. I wasn't like your level. Like I'm. Dude, stop saying I'm a good drummer because I'm the most basic fucking drummer. If you listen to Nevermind, the Nirvana record, I pulled so much stuff from the Gap Band and Cameo and Tony Thompson on every one of those songs. All that. 
That's wow. old. That's old disco. Skip mm -hmm. That's all it is. <laughs> Can I not hear that? Nobody makes the connection. That's yeah. straight up Gap Band. Gap Band. I told Tony. Everybody Tom, get up. For barbecue with somebody. And I was like, man, I just want to thank you because, you know, I owe so much. I've been ripping you off my whole life. He goes, I know. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Like, everybody get up early in the morning. Just. Yes, and as Tanya's saying, that Richard, if you look up that Richard, if you get a chance, it's a video of Richard Pryor singing. It's black and white, I believe. He's very young, and he's singing in a club. And to, to not my surprise, but to a lot of people's surprise, he's a really good singer. <laughs> now, who was the better singer, Richard Pryor or Louis Farrakhan? <sighs> I haven't listened to Louis. I know he made Calypso music. I don't think I've really listened Calypso to Calypso music, so... I mean, he was pretty serious about his singing. Louis Farrakhan, I don't understand it, but there's albums you can you can go. Yeah, find those. Richard never had album. I think Richard was more like when he was on the, which is a circuit I would have loved to have done at the time when he was on the chilling circuit. They you had to be able to do everything, right? There was an MC, and then there was a musical act and a stripper. <laughs> that was the show. So you MC comedian, musical act, and stripper. You had to be able to do everything, sing everything. And uh, this is Richard Pryor. This, this tweet says opening for Bob Dylan and Nina Simone, who also wow. isn't a bill you would see together necessarily in your mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but well, I guess they, it's maybe they probably saw it together, Bob Dylan and Nina Simone. The rest of us were the ones who were behind them. <laughs> yeah. You know. Once I lived the life of a millionaire. Oh, shit. And my money, I didn't care. Taking all my friends out for real good time. My champagne whiskey. He's just getting started. Yeah, because at the end he is going. His voice is on but fire. One day I began to sing so low. It's a classic blues song, classic blues prayer song. Slow build. Bob Dylan's like, how am I going to follow this guy? <laughs> right? I would be like that too. Nina Simone did. Nina Simone was like, I'm Nina Simone. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Nobody wants you when you
thinking you can tell that's a white audience boy everybody was like good job bravo nice work nice work sir nice job uh, and he turns into like a little you. boy when he's done singing that fella can like, sing he turns into like yes. a little kid yeah 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 black people they'd be like you better sing richard <laughs> <laughs> you'd have heard he a bunch could- of them so when I saw this, I looked on something and the the first um, the first comment was, oh, it was lip syncing. I was like, oh, what? That's the what? <laughs> Not back then. That, you really had to perform back then. Oh, he was like, doing lip syncing. <laughs> um, OK, so he was 26 at that point. Had he gotten big in comedy yet? I that was 1966. I know. Was he, he doing was, a little bit of both of coming like, along? Like he was big in comedy. Like he was coming people. along, but he wasn't. Yeah, it's that uh, was probably the early New York years where he was still clean. Okay, I here we go. I'm on his Wikipedia page. In 1963, Pryor moved to New York City and began performing regularly in clubs alongside performers such as Bob Dylan and Woody Allen. Yeah, on one of his York first years. nights, he opened for singer and pianist Nina Simone at New York's Village Gate. Simone recalls Pryor's bout of performance anxiety. He shook his head. He shook like he had malaria. He was so nervous. I couldn't bear to watch him shiver. So I put my arms around him there in the dark and rocked him like a baby until he calmed down. The next night, he was the same. And the next, and I rocked him each time. At um, some point, he was just trying to get rocked. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you? Hey, hey Nina, I'm still nervous. Up by Nina. <laughs> yep, still got the shakes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he was. I guess that was 63. He was new in New York, but I guess he, yeah, was, he was new doing on a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, three years later on, got a TV spot and he sang a song. So trying to find his way. Greg mentioned know. in the chat, a lot of comics sound like Bill Hicks. That's true too. a lot of white comics. Yeah. So you can tell they've been listening to Bill Hicks, uh, including me at times, but I try not to make it obvious. Um, yeah. So prior was, I guess, just like a little bit of do it everything at that point. And his comedy, I think took off more towards like the late sixties, early seventies. I think it was one of those things where he knew he was going to be a performer. Um, Elena, pick up your phone for a second. I'm going to send you a text. It was one of those things that he knew he was going to be a performer. Yeah. So he was just kind of didn't know what, but knew he was going to do something. Well, I guess when you have multi-talents, you're just like, just book me. I'll yeah. whatever you need. If you need me to sing, act, uh, do comedy, dance, time whatever you need. Stage got. time. Yeah, probably needed cash. So it was like, I'll sing on this, I'll perform on that. Right. You know, however many dollars you throw at me, I'll do whatever. Hey, uh, Nina Simone, do you need a juggler? Yeah. <laughs> so I can juggle if you they want to do that. Play their own instruments, you name it. They could, like I said, sing, dance, they could do it. But like, a lot of them didn't have a choice. Yeah. In 69, Pryor moved to Berkeley, California, where he immersed himself in the counterculture. Yeah, that's that's when it that's when it starts. And rubbed elbows with Huey P. Newton and Ishmael Reed. So yeah. that's where he yeah, so he was that's still on his, finding himself in the mid sixties. Yeah. That, that's when it that's when it really begins. And then in sixty nine he went out west. So yeah. yeah, I guess uh I don't think there's any video of Farrakhan singing, it's just audio. You can find the yeah, just the out there. So Calypso music. If you play, yeah, you know, if you play it backwards, it's all about the Jews. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Even back then, the guy was on message. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> message never changed. Uh, Stay on brand. Absolutely. That's how well, he was a Calypso singer. And he started just talking more and more between songs. <laughs> they were like, oh, you're, you're good at this talking stuff. You're, you should he be kept able- that same energy. Right. We got any more? Was that it? 
That's all the uh, emails and comments. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're running out of time. Pick one thing for us to wrap this up on. All right, let's do it. I'll give a couple uh, options. Southwest passenger arrested for masturbating four times during a flight. That's just uh, nasty. A daughter uh, battered her father because he found her sex toy that she had. That's uh, just ignorant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have the we have the fox. We have the fetuses. We have the sugar daddy getting out of jury duty in Parkland because she has a sugar daddy. Um, and we have the Capitol Hill fox <laughs> that has bitten people and now has rabies. And I think they took some uh, whatever young fox is called the pups. I don't call them pups. Kits, kits. This is a whole. This is a. This was a whole thing in the station. Girl foxes are called vixens. Uh, babies are called kits. Kits. Oh, I didn't know that. That's where the word vixen came from. Yeah, vixens. Oh, video vixen. So it's video fox. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> that makes vixen. sense. I'm video sorry vixen. for those of you that already knew that. Uh, I'm sorry, vixen. my mind has been blown. I was out of the. I was out of the, the vixen loop. My bad. Also, what they tend to call redhead, redhead women. You ever notice that? Vixens? But what about uh, the, there's no vixen. silver. There's no silver vixens. There's silver foxes. What about the silver <laughs> vixens? We don't have it. There's no like Instagram of like a bunch of fifty something ladies. Silver vixens. <laughs> silver vixens. <laughs> you know what Patrice said about ladies and aging? It's not. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, polite. <laughs> right. It wasn't polite. This is the Capitol Hill. Fo- this is an actual picture of the actual fox, right? It just walked right up before, right before she bit somebody. Fox oh, those rabies for eyes? I can't tell. Nine confirmed bites on Capitol. Yeah, Hill. she was going in. <laughs> Why are you letting a fox get this close to you? Actually, Everybody got bit white. Yeah, this is weird. Huh. Like foxes are supposed to be skittish, man. You can't let them get that close to you. You know, it's a law in in D.C. and, and Capitol Hill, but you're like you can't kill the fox. There's a law like if you have pets or raccoons, because like we live in technically in the Capitol Hill neighborhood and we got a raccoon like stuck in a tube of our house and they can't you can't kill these animals. It's like, oh, you got the law. You have to just adopt them. Well, you can't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> strangle the shit out of that thing and put it in a hefty bag. No, you just you call Mr. Wolf in the recyclables. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Wolf. You call Mr. Wolf. He'll come kill the fox. Uh, a fox responsible for nine confirmed bites on Capitol Hill tested positive for rabies on Wednesday after it was euthanized. Uh, the latest, the rampant fox was a talk of the hill after it reportedly bit two people on Monday including a lawmaker and a reporter. It was captured by animal control Tuesday and possibly one of the quickest investigations in Capitol Hill history. Uh, and the quickest <laughs> was he accused of uh, being soft on crime. Uh, <laughs> non-vaccinated animals must be euthanized to get tested for rabies because brain samples are needed. DC health is now urging anyone who came into physical contact with the Fox to reach out to the agency the foxes, baby foxes called kits were discovered on Capitol Hill grounds Wednesday. What happened to the kits? Um, they, t- rep- they took them down. They they were infected, too. So, oh. the, like I said, so oh. they say. <laughs> you can't find out till you kill them. So, uh, Rep. Ami Barra, De- Democrat of California, was nipped on the leg while walking to his office on Monday. His spokesperson, they just Travis, ran Moore, up and nip you. I mean, you look like you would see something like that, like a small dog. Yeah, everything I've ever seen from like rabid animals on like TV is like they're just they're just in attack Aggressive, mode all the time, right? Yeah. I'm trying to just nip you. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's a different thing than than what I know. But he was um, required to receive several shots 
including shots for rabies and tetanus, as well as immunoglobulins out of an abundance of caution. Political reporter. Uh, is that I'm so tired now? of that phrase, too. Can we talk about that phrase, an abundance of caution? I'm so tired of that phrase. <laughs> an abundance of caution. <laughs> a, an abundance of caution, a preponderance of evidence. <laughs> uh, there was, uh, here's the pictures. All right. So this is, they captured it. It looks, I mean, that's the thing. Foxes, they don't look vicious. They look kind of cute. See, look at that thing. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's what we all said in the newsroom. Oh, look at that. Oh, look, at that look how cute. Oh. Look at the cute fox. I just want to go up there and give it a cute hug. Until he bites you. Yeah, exactly. Until you get rabies. And He's not no, cute no more. There's Whoa. no foaming at the mouth going on. Um, they ca- they caught the fox. Uh, Capital was a buzz after security officials sent out alerts about the fox biting people and the possibility of several fox dens on Capitol grounds. Several. Oh, my God. Uh, Y'all OK with several foxes just chilling around in the property? No. They asked, they asked Mitch McConnell if he had seen the fox. Uh, Senator Johnny Senator Harris. McConnell, have you seen the fox, Senator? Senator yeah. I am appalled by the idea yeah. that I'd be out looking at foxes. Yeah. I uh, am a fox. I am a silver fox. My my wife calls me <laughs> silver, a silver fox. There's not a lot of foxes down to Cracker Barrel. Uh, <laughs> oh. Senator Joni Ernst said she had seen it and she, she provided a video. Fox. She's just trying to get on. But she had video, though. <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably just a black person walking along the street. <laughs> what, what is this? This is not her. Is this her video? Where's the fox? I don't see a fox. I don't see no see damn anybody. fox. Oh, wait, there it is. Oh, there he goes. It's, it's out for a dog. I run over there all the time. That is so scary. You be careful out there running. You might yeah. get bit by the foxes. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> That'd be funny if she's taking video of the fox and there's Mitch McConnell in a trench coat. Hey, fox, come right. over here. I told him yeah. I don't know who you are, but uh-huh. foxes That's and foxes turtles are natural. Yeah. You got a lane out there be, be, being a vixen. You got the foxes yeah. being vixens. <laughs> I run over there all be the careful. time. It's so scary. Red foxes are not uncommon in the district, particularly the Rock Creek Park and occasionally downtown yeah. on Capitol Hill. According to National Park Service's Often a fox den or two on the National Mall. Of note, if there's anything DC loves, it escaped animals. So what happened? Okay, the, the zebras were found, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple of them died. Like yeah, one of them got actually, caught in a snare and died. Yeah, I know that. Did they catch the other ones that were still uh, like at large? Yeah, they're rounding them up. They're oh, rounding okay. them up, I believe. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I was rooting for them. We all were rooting for them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then now the foxes are out. I guess it's fox season. There's a lot of foxes around where I live. They're out all the time. Yeah, my in-laws um, live in Potomac, and I've seen foxes in their yard before. Yeah. Oh, that's woods, though. We've, yeah. I've been out there. That's where the, the apple orchard was we went out to was out in Potomac. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, there was that, uh, that video that I took last year of the fox screaming in someone's backyard. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, they have, like, those crazy calls, right? Like, they're yeah. calls, right? Oh, they have been strangled. Yeah. Yeah, here I got the number of fox screaming. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it was, trying to get laid. That's right. right. He's yeah. like, it's a woman out there screaming. What trying to do? <laughs> no, this was um, January of 2021. This was at four o'clock in the morning, 4:09 a.m. And this was me oh. walking my dog, who was a beagle who 
normally uh, hates foxes and chases their barks at them, but in this case, he didn't do anything. You'll hear the fox screaming in a second. There, there it goes. That's the fox. Well, like, thank you, Andy. Uh, this is like yeah. the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah, you out there walking. Right? Yeah. I was like, the fox don't get you. Well, I need to be around concrete. We weren't, we weren't that far from it. It was loud. That's a fucking fox. Crazy. Yeah, but that's definitely what's going to wake people up. Yeah. Yeah, it's like right in someone's backyard. That's a strip of townhouses right there. Now, did this ha- did this, this fox have rabies? I don't know. We never uh, saw it, but I, I don't know. Okay, so Dominica messaged you in the chat room. Right? Yeah, but I said Andy's still here, so apparently the, he don't Andy, you don't drop Andy. the phone or the phone don't go down. Brace his inner black man and get the hell out of it. Because I was like, um, <laughs> no, uh, you I... about to drop the phone and you're not gonna see Andy no more. It's don't like go. a Blair Witch thing. It's just found footage. <laughs> yes. It's gonna, gonna be like gonna my face dog you, next gonna to be... a phone, and then me, I'm just nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Drag marks going into the woods. <laughs> yes, it's right here. Yeah, I. That's, uh, that's how they all start, Andy. I generally don't walk my dog quite that late, but every now and then it's like four in the morning. I'll be out there. But uh, that fox. Yeah, that's a the, when you're in person, it's a lot louder than that. It's like fucking freaky. It's and I, I thought people would be like coming out of their houses like, what the hell is that noise? But uh, that didn't actually happen. But yeah, that's we hear that every now and then. In our neighborhood. And the dog didn't want nothing to do with it. The dog. No, if a dog smells a fox, he's on high alert. And if he uh. sees a fox. He wants to chase it. That night, he didn't give it. I guess the, that sound didn't register with him that it was a fox in the vicinity. He just thought, whatever, you know. But if he's every now and then, I'm out late because the foxes are out at night. I'm out late, and uh, he'll pick up on a scent, and he'll be like a different dog. He'll like be pulling and like searching out for the fox. But not that night. He was just like casually walking along. Like he didn't have my back at all. <laughs> you, <know? Like, laughs> you, 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 the guy got. I was on my own completely. <laughs> So also, he's not a fighter. Even if the fox came up to us, I don't think my dog would. He would bark, but he wouldn't. Uh, I don't think he'd have my back. You know, <laughs> he would just go home. Like I didn't ask to be out here at four o'clock in the morning. So yeah, the Capitol Hill fox, R.I.P. Pour a little, out, pour a little one out, a little bit out for the Capitol Hill fox. <laughs> Went out and, for the homies, for the vixens. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even name it. Normally, they name these things. The fox never got a name. Well, we well, never got a chance like to. They took it down so quick, so we never got yeah. a chance to give it a little name. Yeah, they like, reported no- like quick. It was like one day we were doing cutesy stories, and the next day, then the same day we had to be like, "It's dead." Yep. <laughs> yeah, we had to alter what we were writing about it. Yeah, they bypassed 24. all the laws. Yes, if it was twenty-four hours, somebody would have gave him a cutesy name. So he didn't get to get a name. Or- well, also because I mean, they, I heard about it when it bit the congressman. Yeah, but. Apparently, there had been nine confirmed bites up to that point. I didn't know that. I didn't know there was all that going on. That's a lot of biting. It did. It does have. It did have a. Um, it had a Twitter feed. <laughs> of course, it did. 
Capitol Hill Fox. That happened pretty quick. <laughs> and now a different kind of Fox News. What 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 did the Fox Twitter hand to say? I got another congressman. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, it's like we're just being. I'm just out here being a Fox, and they're getting a hold of me. You know that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. that, 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 <laughs> that account should have been threatening people. You're next, Mitch. <laughs> it just yeah. has a picture of Mitch McConnell. You're on my list. From a wooded area, you're going down, Jim Jordan. Yeah, so they had nine confirmed bites on Capitol Hill. So. Because normally foxes don't, they don't come near people. They just run away. Mm-mm. Yeah, they skedaddle. They're too near their den, but I don't know where the den was. But they found it, though. Yeah. And they come out usually at night. They're not really out when people are around, yeah. you know. So that's why you got to be, that's why my my move is to befriend. That's why I go out at night and hang out with the foxes. Befriend the animals. I befriended the cicadas last year, just in case they wanted to rise up against this. <laughs> Uh, there's billions of them. If, if if there was a leader a, a charismatic cicada leader that just said kill all the humans we'd all be fucked so oh yeah there's billions yeah. of them you got you gotta yes. befriend the cicadas you gotta you gotta be their friend so that's my move befriend the fox and uh hopefully i won't get bit yeah all right y'all let's bring this one home and on fox death we want to thank <laughs> Elena and Karen for sitting in with us. I want to thank everybody else. Chat room, thank you guys for coming in with us. We appreciate y'all as always. Freeloaders, appreciate y'all. You know, okay. Uh, Fucking anybody, freeloaders. Anybody got anything coming up? Uh, no. Uh, there, there might be a show yeah. at the Draft House in late April. Maybe Stay we'll tuned. Let you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Y'all be sure to catch check out Game Theory. Uh, Domani Jones with. Uh, with uh, HBO's own Rod Morrow, part of the writing team. Yay! I'll actually, uh, I was going to be in uh, New York last weekend, but I we changed it, so I'm actually gonna be in New York next weekend. Okay, so depending yeah. on what's going on, I may or may not hop on, but if I do, I'll be with Rod. Like, if I yeah. if I do hop on while he's at uh, work, because he's still uh, be working while he's at work. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, next so week will be I, better because the weather should be nicer. Yeah, y'all got stuff to do, it's gonna be nice. Oh, you yeah. know, I'll be in philly next weekend so we'll work it out cool cool i'm, I'm, I'm gonna be there about a week and some change so. oh, yeah, tanya in the chat room saying she was in the studio last week and it was great yeah yeah i'm, I'm, a, I'm a go i'm gonna go to like the last show of the season so i'm looking uh forward to that right uh doing that type of stuff and we're on the sightseeing and all that good right, good right. good good stuff so i'm definitely looking for that in a uh, last weekend, I got to see some of my family, and it was fun. Some of my family I hadn't seen like two years because you know coronavirus. I shut, I shut everything down, bitch. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah. I got to see some of my family in like two and a half, almost three years. So it was, it was good to see them. So that's why I went here uh, last week. So next week is kind of up in the air, depending on what's happening. But uh, that's that's up with me. That's cool Elena. stuff happening. Elena, yes. thanks so much for coming in with us. Is all oh. right. Thank you for having me on. It was awesome. I missed you guys. Um, You're always fun. Well, send me that you. list, honey. That list we were just thank talking you. about. Yeah, I'll train. send you. I'll send you that that book list. And as far as like stuff coming up, um, I'm doing stand up in Spanish for the first time this month. But I'm not telling you guys <laughs> where or when because it's my first time. <laughs> yeah. You'll be all right. I feel like we'll I had see. the same discussion with Carmen when she first started doing shows in Spanish. That's someone you need to talk to. Do you know Carmen? I, a lot of people, I've met her briefly, but a lot of people have been telling me to connect with her. For- we'll put you in touch with her. I can, I can make that happen. 
Yeah, let me let me do this first and see if this is something that I want to do. Because Carmen goes to Spain and does shows. Yeah, yeah. No, she like fully, she really does the bilingual thing. She didn't start out doing that though. Yeah. Right. Plus, she's got a the connection. Same to, background as you. Her mother's Spanish. You know, yeah. Spanish she's also got a connection to this area. She's from Fairfax, though. So she's a, from Fairfax. Oh, is she? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've been known her for a long. We've yeah, been known her for a long time. Oh, you know, so she when she's back doing shows, she'll just come back and do shows. She does. She visits with her family yeah, or she'll hop on with us, you know, yeah. so oh, if nice. you want to you want to talk to her. Well, I'll, I'm sure she'll talk to you about. Yeah, yeah, crazy. I will. Let me I'm going to try it first. But that's yeah. my big thing I got coming up in April. There you do go. Yep. Well, I, I would suggest done, I haven't even done comedy in English her, in months. <laughs> go, to, go to Carmen's Instagram and look at some of the bits she does in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. I followed her and she translates some. So like yeah. I have my five minutes pretty much written out. And like I wrote some new jokes for Spanish and then like Ooh, brave. Some that I just translated. We'll see. Yeah. Brave. We'll see. <laughs> might might find might find your niche, you know. Maybe we'll see. You might find a new niche. We'll see. All right, y'all. Come to that, please. Andy and I got nothing. So we're trying to just do jokes in English right now, as Andy was saying. (laughs) Can't even do that right now. Jokes in English. We're trying. So y'all come on back. We'll be here for y'all. Be sure to hit us up on our on our socials and stuff. You know, we love talking to y'all online. And uh, thanks so much for y'all joining us in the chat room. Always thanks you guys for joining us today. You know, we can't do this without y'all. Well, we can, but we'd rather you be here. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie, be safe on that road. No flat tire today. (laughs) All right, y'all. So this is it. Can you take us out? I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Elena Torres. I'm Karen Morrow. Hey, we are three guys on. We are out. (laughs) 